this week on Invasion of the Podcast, Han is dead, is Indy next? We get divided over the new Tom Clancy's The Division. And we have our super-powered March Madness bracket of awesome. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of Earth, attention. It's the invasion of the podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? And welcome to Invasion, the podcast where we're taking over the world one listener at a time. Uh, I am Paul. Um, I have not bought the division yet, Stedman. And then to my left is Joe. He has the division on Xbox, Peters, and special guest, Jonathan. He has division for PS4, uh, Brady. So I'm divided here. I have two friends that have the game, and I don't have it. Which will tie into a good news story we have. Yeah, so we got a lot of that coming up. But first, because we have a special guest, Jonathan, who you guys remember from the one episode that uh, Joe was AWOL because he was going through like Star Wars overdose, um, we have him on the show. So welcome. Thank you for being part of the show. Thanks for having me, guys. And as per his request, it is 316, so we we have to honor his request. Got, got to bring out some Stone Cold right. for the Jonathan. <laughs> and I was grabbing the wrong thing, and it was just getting really loud there. I was yeah. about to. It's about gotten it's gotten really wrestling heavy lately. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's because we're ramping up for WrestleMania in a couple weeks. So, yeah. so anyway, there you go. Well, I come in with demands and breaking windows, so there you go. It gets real around here. So if things get a little out of hand tonight, Jonathan's just gonna he's just gonna bust some beers up against our head, and he's just gonna take care of business. Throw a few stunners out. Throw a few stunners. Stunners fix a, fix a lot of stuff. I mean, you I mean you'd be surprised. <laughs> Only if you're able to jump as high as Razor Ramon was. <laughs> that's that's true. Did I you, think. Did well, you see that video today of uh, Undertaker? Real quick, and not to get wrestling heavy, but there was a video of him online, like, yeah. um, like what was it, crouch lifting five hundred pounds or something? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Uh, cr- uh, pressing 500 and then he like did a 40 inch vertical yeah but well, he's an agile big guy he's 50 years old though yeah. like that's that's ridiculous so he is really the undead isn't he did you see the uh this was like this was like back in during thanksgiving when i think it was was it fallon had him on and somebody requested that that he tombstone a guy in a turkey suit <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he came out and did like he tombstone some guy in a turkey suit it was pretty funny anyway that's awesome i did not i i i'll have to look that up that looks amazing look it up. um all right so yeah we got um we got plenty of things to get to so let's just uh go right to it good news everyone so, good news, I think um, Disney has announced that uh, Indy 5 is on a release date of 2019, and it's going to have Spielberg and Harrison Ford. Yeah. I am i don't know if, if that's good news yet. I'm, <laughs> I, I love Indiana Jones so much, and like the last one, nobody ever wants to talk about, but the, the fact that it's going to come out in 2019... You know, we got to make it that far. They got to make it that far. He has to make it that far. He has to make it that far. No crashing on golf courses. 
Well, do we think that Harrison Ford's going to be alive by the time that movie comes out? I mean, exactly. Like, I, I think he's going to outlive all of us anyway. Yeah. I mean, dude, dude just... Uh, he pulled it off fine in, in, in episode seven, you know, well, the, but no, that's... Like, and plus, also, a door fell on him and broke his leg, and he came back and uh, right. finished that. So, so. yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm excited because the, the funny part about the article when they announced it, like the press release, there was no mention of George Lucas at all, which makes sense because Disney bought the rights. Yeah. So, but Spielberg's still involved, but Lucas is like, oh, we won't, we won't speak of him. He's like Voldemort now when it comes and to this And you know franchise. how much I love Star Wars, but God, Lucas don't need to touch nothing. Yeah. So, um, Jonathan, did you, like, I know you're of a younger generation. <laughs> how do you feel about Indiana Jones? Like, do I mean, you, I, do you know I, who it is? You Indiana know? Jones, I don't know. I don't know who doesn't, but, um, I, you know, the Han Solo thing makes a whole lot of sense for him to do. I, I don't really understand, um why he's doing another Indiana Jones. I'm assuming that, you know, obviously Disney just wants to make money. And then I'm assuming that they can probably pass the torch or something like that, possibly. Well, I know he's been wanting to make another one since the last one didn't turn out the way. Yeah, I feel like he needs to send it off. That's probably why he's doing it. Yeah. I mean, and also... That's the only thing that I can imagine of why he's doing this again, because, I mean, that dude... He doesn't need to do anything else ever again. No, and 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 when it when it came out, uh, Temple of Doom was not thought of well. And I, then, I love Temple of Doom; that's my favorite. No, but I mean, yeah. but then you had Last Crusade after that, which kind of I like it, Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah, it, like which I love Last Crusade. It's just that I feel like if you didn't have Last Crusade, the Temple of Doom would have been such like a dark note that it would, I don't know if it'd be looked back as fondly as like you know like yeah. the end. Yeah, the Temple Temple. You know what's crazy is if you look at it, and I, I don't want to like Star Wars it up, but. <laughs> No, if you we look never at it, Star Wars. Is up no, no, no. no. If, if you look at it, like <laughs> Temple of Doom is is dark the way that Empire is dark, and it fits in the middle just right. Which is weird because it's actually earlier in his timeline. Like yeah. it's actually like three years before Raiders. Oh, is it? Yeah, I did not know that because that explains away like why you don't have Mary in there, and like, but it also makes you wonder what happened to Short Round. Did something really bad happen to him before Raiders? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like he just maybe they'll it. tell that in the flashback in five. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Short Round? Oh, that was Short Round's revenge. They'll have what's his name? Uh, no time for life, Doctor oh. Joe. Yeah, actually, they're setting up another trilogy is what they're going to do. Oh, no. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I like so if you take Crystal Skull, like you you peel apart all the bad parts. I think there were some good parts in it. Mm -hmm. Like some of the fist fights I still like because they felt like Indiana Jones fist fights. That's like one of the key heavy hits. Yeah, Indiana Jones is that that punch noise. Yes. And nobody ever that doesn't make that noise. (laughs) And taking the danger and always escalating it where it's like, oh, we have this. It's like. I'm fighting Russians. Oh, now there's large ants. Even though the ants were kind of ridiculous, I liked that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so, also with the whole Russians in the Cold War and all that, that was a cool vibe. They just didn't st- like it didn't follow through very well. But if if they take the story and advance it just a couple years past that point, you're still going to be in that big like that that whole like paranoia. So when's it going to take place in the 90s? I don't I don't know. Not in the, not the 90s. Like it'd be like the oh no 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 that's right. Well wait when did the when did five, four take place? A four took place in like this... the 50s. Really? Yeah, because he was mainly in World War II, and then because he was a little older, so it was like around. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was after you know. So it might be mid fifties. So that I don't know. I'd still be okay with that. Like, because uh, again, as much as Crystal Skull isn't a great movie, I he the whole look of the fifties was cool. Like when they're running through the college campus, yeah, and all that. Spielberg has he has a love of that time, and I but. I just feel like you get the right screenwriter and the right creative team together. Disney's not going to let this be a bad Indiana Jones movie. No, they won't. So I think I would be more excited for this movie though if um, they did it like Team America <laughs> with puppets. 
Yeah, with puppets and just Chinese food boxes. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as there's Indiana Jones puppet sex, we're all good. Well, I mean, if if Harrison Ford isn't around anymore, I don't know how she's going to do it. So I mean, maybe, <laughs> that's uh, true. You know, that's um, that's that's a concept. I I, I kind of want to see that now. It should actually be like half real time, and then they'll just fill in the part where they didn't tape with just puppets. you know Team America. <laughs> And then, like, they attack cats. will still be kittens. That's like, my, yeah, so much exactly. my favorite part of that whole movie. Yeah, that's like, get them, attack cats. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, I'm like, as much as we're cautiously optimistic about Ghostbusters and everything else, I'm cautiously optimistic that I'm, I like that Disney gave it a release date. So that means it's coming. I like that um, you have Spielberg involved because he knows how to direct the hell of a movie, even though sometimes. He has weaker affairs, but I also would feel that some of that was associated with with George Lucas. As much as I, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to tear George Lucas apart. That we've you can, done, no, that, you can. He deserves it. Well, but at the same time, though, that guy had to live in this constant shadow of himself. He did, and that's you know, and part of his problem. But yeah. like, I mean, he he gets so wrapped up in his creative control that he ends up ruining all his stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, I mean, that's uh, towards the end he did. I mean, I think that we can all say at the beginning it was all fantastic, and then once that first Star Wars was over and we moved on to uh, 2, which is technically 4, um, <laughs> I mean, or I'm sorry, 5, it got ruined. Uh, I mean, he started to get that ego. What do you mean, like as in like Empire Strikes Back, or are you talking yeah. about... Well, I mean, Empire was the one that he had the, the least amount of control over. Yeah. And that's the one I like the most, actually. Yeah, Empire yeah. and Jedi out of the original Jedi got the, a little the, bit with the uh, Ewoks, though. That was more but, him. Yeah. But, yeah, but with um with him with him taking hands off of directing with those two movies, those were the, the stronger two of the trilogy. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he he was really good at coming up with, like, high concepts and then also surrounding himself at the time with people that had clear visions. And he was able to put the two together. Yeah. Because, like, we've talked and about before, like, Ralph McQuarrie was, like, the spaceship guy that designed all yeah. the look of Star Wars. And, and the, Ben Burt did all the sound stuff. So it's like he surrounded himself with, like, smart people and, to do good things. And I think, you know, what happened is, like, because if you look at it, like, when Crystal Skull came out, it was around the same time that the the prequel trilogies came out. I think the generation of movie makers that were seated with him were a lot different than prior. So that's where you kind of see, like, the people maybe... Kinda, like they they grew up kinda, with watching them as opposed to developing them with them, right? But like at the same time, they were kind of like cowering down and just being like, "Okay, I'm not gonna," you know, because I, I watched like behind the scenes things of him just like picking art and things like that, and it seemed really weird how he kind of was like, you know, that they had special rules about how they would present it to him and things like that, <laughs> and it was just like, "Geez, this guy's like," so it's like, "Oh, is his neck beard moving? He likes it." Yeah, it's yeah like, it's don't don't make it. eye contact with him <laughs> if 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 you give him a concept for a planet landscape. And he he doesn't look directly at it. You immediately go back to your cubicle. It's like I need five planets that are all one type of weather pattern on my desk. Now it's like okay, we already have a lava planet. We have a snow planet. If you could just give me, I don't know, three sand planets. Yeah, and on, the, and, on these sticky notes, yeah. and he gives them sticky notes. Yeah, <laughs> and one just cotton candy planet. Just make it weird, but it has to be all the same thing. The co- cotton candy? Yes, cotton candy. <laughs> um, that's where the cotton candy Wookies live. I don't, well, I don't know. What is? How's this going to play in the movie? It doesn't. It's for my daughter. <laughs> oh, that's how the Wookies all die. They all get eaten. Yeah, they I, get diabetes. They, they all they all go running <laughs> and they just dissolve in the air because that's what happens anytime you buy cotton candy. You walk away oh, from it, they just fall. Yeah, it rains. It rains. <laughs> Uh, it rains on cotton candy kashik. That's, uh, boy, that's, that's the name of my Star Wars cover band. 
Cotton Candy Kashyyyk. That's, a, that's a good name, actually. That's a good name, yeah. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> Indy 5, I'm excited for it. I mean, it can't be any worse I'm, than Rocky 5. I'm not excited yet because I'm on the same boat with any of these other, like, nostalgia little carrot-on-a-stick things they keep doing. Yeah, you know. but you love Jurassic World, though. Yeah, but I wasn't, like, gun-ho for it. And you loved Star Wars Episode Seven. Of course I love Star Wars Episode Seven. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give it, I'll, I'll be right in the middle. I'll give it a meh. There you go. All right. I like it. So um, enough about that. But now something that joins everybody together, the story of the Microsoft saying that they're setting up a potential for cross-play. Cross-platform play, which is which is huge, which is something we've wanted probably since the 360. I don't want to say since the Xbox, because I remember when Xbox took off with Xbox Live like t- almost 10 years ago, and Sony was kind of like, you know, s- catching up. And But not until the PS3 and the Xbox 360 did internet play really blow up. But yeah, you couldn't play with yeah. your PS3 friends. So. Yeah, um, I, I think this has a potential. You know, people talk about the console wars now and everything, and if you can actually play, you know, with each other, I, I think this is a great move for both of them. Now, Sony's kind of mum on it. They they kind of gave a statement about it, but it was more geared towards, yeah, we've been doing it for years with the PC. Um, and they didn't really mention Xbox. Um, yeah, and Xbox didn't really mention PlayStation. So it feels like they're yeah, like in the same room, it, but not talking to each other. Yeah, and they, yeah, and it's like, hey, we really want to do this, but we're not going to mention it. Kind of like, hey, check out my signals, you know? Yeah. And I think it, I think it makes sense because both of them have to. N- neither one of them wants to look like the weakling that is like, oh, okay, yeah, we just agree with Sony or we just agree with Microsoft. Yeah, I think the big key from going forward is going to be I, I don't I don't know if there's going to be the ability to have like managed friends lists between the services. I don't think they're going to be that nice to each other. I think it'd I be think easy it, enough because you could just do it through the game. I think I, I hope so. I hope they give that. Like, let's say that they give um, respawn the opportunity to say, "Hey, with with the next Titanfall, you'll be able to do it in the lobby and actually do it that way." It's um, that, what that's it, fine. Well, what it does, I think, you know, for company wise, is it does take a lot of server load off of them because then it's going to basically fall on the developer. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. because like 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 take like Madden or Call of Duty, which are huge um, for like the amount of people that play it online. So you you know now you have like these dedicated servers that they have to like support for PS4 and, and Xbox One, and 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 Activision or whoever isn't really you know they they have their hands in it, but now they're going to have all the hands in it because they're going to have to maintain both of them. So it takes a little bit of the pressure off of Sony and Microsoft to do it and more for the developer of that game. It's like if you want a great multiplayer experience, they're going to have to step up their game with their servers to like accommodate everyone now. Well, will that punish like future like smaller developers unless I it guess probably if, will. I guess if the smaller developer says, "Hey, like let's say like uh Psionics with Rocket League, for example, because it's the greatest goddamn game in the world." Um sure. let's say let's say that they originally started off by saying, "Hey, we're going to have this on Steam," and then if it took off from there, say, "Hey, maybe we'll develop for Xbox and see how successful it is there." Mm-hmm. And as they grow their their numbers, then they can slowly branch out as opposed to saying, "We have to have this available for everybody all at once." I mean, I could see that. I could also see the the race for exclusives being huge now. That's what it's really going to push is the race for exclusives. And I think that's probably why they're taking the shift from that because they realize that that exclusive thing they can they can they can bank on cuz like um like like Star Wars Battlefront, I think Xbox gets the exclusives first before PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And it always used to be like vice versa, you know, before like with Call of Duty, like Xbox used to get the exclusive map packs like two weeks before PlayStation and now 
PlayStation's getting them. Like I think Destiny has, uh, you know, because Bungie broke up with Microsoft. So <laughs> that, that was Bungie's big f you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like here. PlayStation will get extra raids and, and dungeons and maps and things like that. So that that's going to become the the thing that they're going for for that. Because yeah. that'll be bread and butter. They'll have to pay for it if they want the exclusives. Well, then I'm not even talking. I'm talking about like exclusive, ty- like um, like Rise of the Tomb Raider. Like I'm looking for, like they might, like you know how Naughty Dogs kind of just like they wrap themselves up Uncharted. in Sony, and they're, yeah. like like they're going to be like, hey, you guys want this experience? You got to get a PlayStation Four. Like right. we're not going to have. There's never going to be a cross-platform God of War. Just accept it, or yeah. a cross-platform right. Halo. Yeah. So I think there might be more of them like circling the wagons on their internal development, and also encouraging independent developers to be like, hey, you signed a deal with us. We'll promote you. Oh, absolutely! You know? like, I think so, that's going to go that way. I just, don't, I just don't want to see independent developers it's, suffer because of the step forward for everybody to enjoy something. There's going to be a win in there for Microsoft or whoever does it to do right. that way. Yeah. It, I mean, the one thing though that is a positive about this is that Microsoft wants Rocket League to be the first cross-platform game. So if you're using an indie game to begin with, that gives hope to all of the small-time developers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And then it also makes me have buyer's remorse because I've bought it twice now. Once on the Xbox and once on the PlayStation. All that'll matter is where you have your Batmobile. <laughs> I, I have not bought the Batmobile yet. I, I haven't either. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I feel like if I buy it for one, I might have to buy it for the other. But I didn't buy the DeLorean for the Xbox because I already have one. So you only need one. But I'm excited because then eventually either... Because I know I know Joe's never going to buy um, a PlayStation 4, yeah. but I know Jonathan wants to get an Xbox One. So I do. I just eventually I just want to be. I wanted to send like a text out to all my friends and be like, "What system are we buying?" I like you know. Well, we, I tried to do that when the the newest generation launched, and that basically turned into World War Three. So <laughs> I just stuck with my yeah. Xbox. But then I bought both, and then everyone's like, er, like "I people like look at me," and this I, this is going to feed into the division talk. Like people look at me like I'm the wrong person because I have both systems as opposed to picking one. Because like, I don't really like, think anybody's good or better for having either it's just you know some of my friends i'm like well that sucks i can't play this with yeah. you now i mean i was really excited to play rocket league with you i'm not gonna lie but i was also excited to play rocket league with jonathan i'm not yeah. trying to say one or the other here you know but uh and i probably would have got i would have not bought rocket league if you hadn't hyped it so <laughs> yeah well i mean like i think jonathan you're the one that got on got on me to get rocket league and also right. uh ryan so, when we interviewed him was talking about yeah it. i um it was for you know it was free for the month for PlayStation when it first came out, um, which was the best move that they ever made because now they're making so much money they don't even know what to do. They kind of look like a what is that Scrooge McDuck in Ducktales when he jumps into the money pit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like what Rocket League looks like right now. It's, um, yeah, it's like oh, so, it's a simple game. You guys are still buying it. We'll give you a basketball yeah. hoop now. You guys want a basketball hoop? We'll do that. You want a hockey puck? We'll, we'll give that to you too. You know, it's it's right. Yeah. Exactly. It's fantastic that they keep updating it, and I don't see how they end with the updates. Yeah, and I just hope ultimately with this crossplay thing, because I know I know Sony's been doing it with Steam for a while. That would be great to get Steam incorporated in this too, because I know they're trying to have their Steam machines out there. So that'd be great to have that. Ultimately, though, I just want Microsoft just to realize that this is all coming back to them making needing to make another Crimson Skies game. That's really what Crim- I'm hoping. Oh my god, I would kill for a Crimson Skies game. <laughs> do, do you remember Crimson Skies, Jonathan? It was one of the original Xbox launch titles. I no. did not play it. No, it was airplane and, combat. That yeah. was so much fun. It was kind of... Kind I of, did not yeah. get an Xbox. And now we're talking original Xbox, right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't get that until later um, in in the bandwagon because I, uh, I was stuck playing my PS2. 
Well, that was not a bad system. No, no. PS2 was actually the uh, the king of the castle back in the day. Then. Yeah. Oh, X- yeah. Xbox had to had to make its name. What was your first yeah. system that you ever got? That's the question for you, Jonathan. First system. Um, well, I mean, I was born into the Sega Genesis. Um, the first system that I ever got was... I mean, I wasn't... I, I, you can vaguely say Sega CD, but it wasn't bought specifically for me um probably the sega saturn okay okay i just um, well, I didn't you said your dad Nintendo played a lot of games right your dad's a big gamer or what uh, right? yeah he, he was okay. um before obviously you know work took up all of his time here <laughs> and everything like that but uh yeah i mean I, I grew up into the rpgs um fantasy star uh lunar um those those were kind of like my bread and butter um then from there you know kind of moved into some smaller Sega Saturn RPGs, because obviously there wasn't a lot of games for that, and then um, Final Fantasy VII um, with the PS1. So Saturn was probably the first system that was bought for me, and then the real one that I spent the most time with was the PS1. And, and you, Joe, what was your first system? Uh, the Sega Master System. Yeah? Yeah. I had an Atari Master, whatever, the, the original Atari 2600. Yeah. That was... <laughs> nice. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you play River Raid only so many times, and then you're like, I'm I, done with this. I remember going to Toys R Us with my dad, and he was like, We're, we'll get a system. And I he, I don't know why he picked the Sega Master System, because I was like, Nintendo was out. And I'm just yeah. like, Nintendo. And then he picked it, and I was like, okay, Double Dragon, Double Dragon, because Double Dragon was on that. And yeah. yep. he, he was like, would you shut up about Double Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was in Toys R Us with him, and I said it like 90 times. I was like, why are we not getting Double Dragon? <laughs> It teaches you valuable lessons. Like if your girlfriend gets punched in the face, you just go chase down whoever did it, and you beat everybody up. That's I remember all, no questions asked. When I was in school, we used to play it with uh, like my one buddy had it on Nintendo because uh, I didn't have it on Master System. But I'd go over his house, and like the kids on the block would always come over and we'd play it. And there was like one part in the first level where there was like a pit, and you had to climb up on the fence and climb over around the pit. Yeah. But we would always tell everybody who'd never played before, we'd be like, if you jump down there, there's like five gold coins that you can get. <laughs> <laughs> and we would like sit there and be like, no, no, you're in, you're you got to jump in the middle. You're like jumping off to the left, <laughs> oh, and we would just mess with them. Oh, that's funny. I love doing <laughs> that games. We do that in Destiny sometimes too. Oh, you just tell people to go jump on things. That would be well, me. There's I'd a... be like, I'm going to run around and just fall in a pit. Did I get something? Yes, you're a winner. There's like a, no, there's a part in the raid like real quick where like these pistons like pop out of the wall and push you and like off and like into the a pit. And every time we get there, if anybody's never been there before, we're like, okay, everybody run over to the end of this platform and just wait. <laughs> and then they do, and it's like, boom. And then we're always like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's funny. So, I, yeah, I'm in favor of cross-platform. I think, uh, I think it'll be good. I just hope it's done right, and I hope that, um, that it actually gives us a window to which you, know, you can actually actively communicate with those other people involved as opposed to just being like seeing more players on the screen. I think That's- it's going to be the big challenging system is getting grouping and like – uh, matchmaking and just like you know being able to chat cross chat and things like that yeah. yeah i think it's a win-win um for not only the players because obviously that's what we want um you get to buy your system and you get to play with all your friends hell yeah um you know but it, i think it makes it a better win for the companies because i really think it brings console wars back and i think it's going to bring back the exclusive titles um to, to platforms that'll really drive up sales for all the consoles as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're in favor of that. And then there's going to be more cross platform talk here in a second. I'm sure uh, with our big story. Uh, one last bit. Uh, Resident Evil is yeah. becoming a musical. They're, they're gonna they're gonna do a musical apparently of Resident Evil, which 
Should be really interesting. With um, such songs as Green Herb, Red Herb, Good Herb, <laughs> and Slowly Turning in a Circle, Note by Turn Too Far, Gotta Do It Again. Or what about Barry, dot, 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 Where's Chris? Yeah. Barry. Or, or Don't Touch That Little Girl on the Steps. <laughs> or Oh No, Zombie Dogs Covered in Meat That Go Through the Window and Scared the Crap Out of Me the First Time It Happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or other such songs as, I have four pieces of a puzzle, but I don't know where the fifth piece is, so I guess I'm stuck now. Everyone do the liquor. <laughs> Everyone do the liquor. <laughs> I, think, I think there should be a rule about that, that you have, if you go and you've played the games before, you have to take somebody that's never played the games before, so they just get the crap scared out of them. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be. I don't know. I don't know what to expect out of a Resident Evil musical. Like, it makes me like there is Evil Dead the musical, which yeah. is more. That's all gore based. It made and, me like, think of that yeah. when I when I, when I read about it. And then there's that movie. Um, oh, it came out a couple years ago. That's um, oh, what was it called? Um, Repo, the genetic yeah, opera. The genetic opera. That people. It's kind of walking yeah. that line between musical and and whatever that's supposed to be. Um, I just I don't know. Like, it could either be tongue in cheek and a lot of fun. Or they actually try to do something different, and I just I feel like it might be like Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. I would hope where like would six just... people get hurt a night. Yeah, I would I would hope it's just the tongue in cheek fun like like uh, Evil Dead. So if that's the right. case, then real quick quick question: What game series would you guys like to see as a musical? That's funny. I was just going to ask you guys the exact same All question. Right. So, <laughs> um, you know, th- this might sound a, a little different, but I think the way that the gameplay is and the way that the game is set up, um, I'd actually like to see Devil May Cry. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that'd be so much fun. That'd yeah. be ridiculous. Like, it would just be, like, one big moment after the next, you know? Uh, I think it'd be fantastic. Uh, I I don't want to, like, I don't want to play service to Paul, but I think Mega Man the Musical would be amazing. I, th- that could be fun. How That reminds me, though. So, coming up on the 15th of April uh, at the Beachland Ballroom, on the east side of Cleveland is the Proto Men are performing, and they basically do rock operas based off of like Mega Man. And I am going, and I'm going to go see these guys, like however ridiculous it is. But they make a living off of doing like high concept, like you know we call it like um oh concept album type stuff. It's yeah. all about Mega Man. So I don't know if it's a musical, but it's going to be a rock opera. So I just, I just think the choreographed dance for uh, boss battles would be amazing. Yes, that would be so much fun. <laughs> And then all the costume changes. Yeah, like, like, oh, yes, use the leaf shield now. He's a green costume. And it's like, oh, no, no, go back to the purple. Go back to the purple, guys. There's no way you're getting through the level. No way you're getting through the song, I mean. No way you're getting through that number. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I want to write. I really want to write Mega Man musical now. I kind of wanted to do that, too. Um, <laughs> I don't know, well, so I got to think, think of something different, then. I'll be, um, I'll be the agent, guys. I'll let you guys handle the writing. I'll be the agent. I'll go, <laughs> I'll go pitch it to everybody. Big stars. Big stars. Big they're going to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Money, money, money. Oh uh, man, what would be a fun a fun series? Um, Yo, oh, shoot, Tetris. I, Tetris would be funny. No, um, I was, I'm just trying to think like something like um, obviously like you got your Super Mario, but that would be that's too obvious, Madden, right? Madden the musical. Madden the musical. Yeah, it's like every song is just pick what Madden wants you to play. Pick what Madden Everyone wants you to play. Everyone do the Blitz. Yeah. <laughs> Um, See, I, can, I, can yeah, I think that'd be fantastic. I, I've already got the I've already got the setting down for that. All you need is just a couple players in an outfit, and then you just need two gamers sitting in leather sofas playing the game. And then all of a sudden, whoever loses at the end, they just slam their stuff down. Yep. Yeah. And the next kind of like you know song. at the end of a concert when they slam a guitar and break it, except it's just an Xbox controller. I say you do Gauntlet the musical, and it goes on for as long as people can stay in the audience. 
<laughs> and then eventually it's just like I can't take it anymore. It's like, yeah, we didn't have it in for this either. And yeah. it's just like and then they, they try to bring out refreshments, but it's like you keep shooting it by accident. You can't food you, badly. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like Resident Evil musical, it's another one of those things, I guess wait and see. So um that's just a bizarre choice. I mean, is it is it being produced in the States or is it being produced like in Japan? From what I gathered from what I read, I think it's gonna be produced in Japan. I, I'm sure it'll make its way over here if it does well, because uh it was being pitched as biohazard the musical which oh is which is what they originally called that over the, yeah, oh yeah. speaking of that you know what i bioshock would be fantastic as a musical <laughs> just the big daddies clomping around and the little sisters and like the yeah, the, yeah. i just think bioshock infinite would be the greatest saddest musical of all time though <laughs> like oh yeah. it really would be yeah, it's like i love it it's all covers it's all covers of songs i know now i just feel it's, sad inside but like, it's all it's also like les mis everything just is dead <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that's right like you love Les Mis I forgot about that yeah actually, I, I do it's like he he um dropped some knowledge on me once we're talking he's like yeah when I was in Paris I saw Les Mis I'm like that's like the most cultured statement I've ever heard in my life <laughs> yeah that is a pretty cultured statement yeah it's just like hey 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 um it's not my fault that I actually enjoy music. Oh, no, I'm not judging I'm just saying like oh, you're yeah. you're classy and I didn't realize how classy you were yeah, that's yeah I actually thing. drink my uh, coca-cola with my pinky out <laughs> All right, so um, I, I don't know. I can't top that. I'm, I, so we just got to move on to our, our big section here. And now for our feature presentation. The Division. That's it. That's all right. That's, we're done. Tom, on to the next thing. No. Tom Clancy's The Division. So, He's got to get that nickel in there. Well, yeah. What's the set that... Okay, so Tom Clancy's Division came out. It is a multiplayer game that is available for Xbox and, and PlayStation 4 and PC, I think, too, right? Yeah, it's I, on I, PC. Yeah. And so first question, though, before we even get to what the game is, what's this have to do with Tom Clancy? Uh, I don't know because I don't Nothing. really research... <laughs> No, I don't. I don't really research how, like, if it was one of his books, one of his short stories, or something. But I, I think it's tied into the world of Tom Clancy. Maybe I don't. Maybe Jack Ryan got sick in New York. Who knows? <laughs> it just, and everybody got the virus from Jack Ryan. Yeah. He was just a big slut. Chris Pine was like, yeah. I have a cough. <laughs> Jack Ryan, aka Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aging Aaron Gave Harrison everybody Ford. The virus. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, yeah, so tell me a little bit about what so this, this game is. I, I haven't I haven't dug through the story enough to find out why the virus, you know, the actual plot of it. But what it is is there's a they call it I think it's the green virus or something like that because basically yeah. somebody genetically engineers a virus, drops it on a bunch of money, and then distributes it in New York um, during Black Friday. And this virus kills all these people and infects a lot of parts of New York. And it basically turns into like uh, like society caving in on itself. Um, the first thing to go is uh, waste management because there are so many bags of trash all over the place. Um, and then uh, there's like a section of Manhattan that's complete, completely quarantined. And that ties into a lot of the gameplay because that's where you get like the juiciest loot, and there's a lot of PvP. The juiciest loot and all the bags of garbage. Yeah, so yeah you're sticking the, through garbage. The dark zone. So, the um, dark zone is yeah. But. It's basically the the you know the story mode and the side missions are kind of like the game before the game. It's kind of like a big introduction into the real game. Yeah. Well, that, um, that feels a lot like Destiny to me, where it's it, like you're hinting at this world, but you're not. You can actually really do a whole lot with it until you get level capped. Well, well, I mean, I think I think Ubisoft tried to like set this up as a Destiny killer, um, you know, to compete directly with Destiny. Um, it, it, what I like about it is. Um, 
I, I like that you can have teams of four uh, versus teams of three because this is one of the things that was kind of like I hated having to limit like one person out in Destiny. Um, but three you, really is a stupid number for a game. Yeah, but um, it's except all, Heroes of the Storm, it's <laughs> it's all over the shoulder, uh, and it's very. It's a very, very beautiful game. I'll, I think that's probably like one of its best qualities is how beautiful this game looks. Um, and coming off of Fallout, uh, it's really hard to not want to run around and look at everything and try to just like scavenge things. Um, because you go through New York and you, you kind of like get into like a few apartment buildings and things, and it's very, very, very detailed. Um, the, the, the environments, like the weather environments, um, like ridiculous. It, 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 it takes place obviously like after Black Friday. So it's kind of like during winter. Um, and then, um, uh, the snow, like when it, when it really starts to snow heavy, visibility gets hard. Um, your character actually collects like snow on his shoulders and his head. So, you know, like if you're out in the snow in real life, you know, the snow is obviously going to settle on you. Yeah, so, so I mean, it, well, remember, I think we were talking about this a while ago that they had a tech demo showing like the 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 elemental shaders that they not shaders but like the the elemental controls. Yeah, where they went from like uh, standing water to frozen, but you could actually see the ice crystals and everything kind of mm-hmm. form up and and everything. So that sounds like that's uh, I visually I, I don't have a doubt about the game, but like I, I'm guessing I'm just trying to ask a little bit so, more in the sense of like gameplay. You, you get thirty levels, and then you have to then there's the end so, game portion. They break it up. That there's there's 30 levels, um, which your character kind of caps out at 30, and that really just really denotes like his power, like his, his strength level. Um, as far as abilities go um, that you have, you have to go out and do missions and collect supplies to kind of build up your base of operations. Mm-hmm. That that unlocks um, like your different abilities and things like that, like your med kits, your auto turrets, your radar, things like that. So th- that stuff won't level up unless you go level your base up. So you got to do little side missions for parts and things. Uh, and then once you kind of hit 30, um, which I found running around doing side missions usually does that pretty quick, uh, you could jump into the dark zone, which is a quarantined area uh, where um, it is PVE where you're going you're gonna to kill mobs of guys for their loot. But any loot you get in there, you have to make it to a random extraction point and the other players can kill you in there. So if you have gear on you that you've collected, it's completely worthless to you until until you get it to that helicopter and put it on there. Um, they can kill you before you get it on that helicopter and take it, and then they could load it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a video, I was going to post it, of a guy killed like 11 people with a grenade that were all hovering around the drop point, like hooking, okay. hooking their that bags That was up. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> they were hooking their bags up to the helicopter rope, and he just grenaded over and just like ran in there and just like cleaned them all up and then just took all their stuff and i was like wow wow so i mean that's an exceptional like situation but for the most part and then i guess i guess crafting is kind of like really where it's at for some gear too because one of my buddies who hit 30 he's like i do get good stuff out of the dark zone but there's actually a little bit better gear that you can get from crafting but you have to do these hard missions to get they're called like phoenix points and then you buy patterns and things like that so they have a little bit of an end game in mind, but I, I, he even said, I think people have hit some of the end game already, and, they're, and they didn't expect it for a lot of people to hit it that soon, so they've already patched it and scaled back some of the things you get towards the end game to kind of like stretch it so out. So they're trying harder. to keep the trickle, they're trying to yeah. trim it down a little so. bit. So uh, my question <laughs> for the both of you then is, um, I've read some re- like reviews, and they said that basically like the, the trek to 30 
is um, is instanced in the sense that you yourself are playing like almost a single player game, and then when you go into this dark zone, that's where it actually is. You see other players unless you're in a party, and that to me seems a very counterintuitive. Where like at least in Destiny, as much as I get frustrated with that game, I can be somewhere and see other people doing things, uh, and and I actually like see, that. I feel see it people feels, doing things. Yeah, you can see people doing things just in the normal PVE parts of New York. Really? Yeah. I okay. mean, yes. Yeah. It's few and far between because it's pretty big. Um, one thing the map I, is huge. Yeah, it's they tried to do a really good one for one. They didn't do all of New York, but they did a section of it. And I think all of New York will come with DLC. Um, like you don't go into Central Park, uh, but it, they do have it sectioned off like real, like you, like, like one area of the map because they zone it out into levels. So depending on what level you are, like t- I think Times Square is level ten to thirteen. Um, Hell's Kitchen is like 14 to 16, you know, like every time I go to Hell's Kitchen, I'm always just like, yo, clean it up like Daredevil, you know, so, (laughs) but I don't know. Like, I think one of, uh, one of the only things that really kind of irks me about the game is like, uh, the level dependency of groups because like one of my buddies, he shot through the game and I logged in, uh, the first time I started playing it and I'm like level three, I'm like running around. He was like level 17 and I'm like, okay, so can you like hook up and like, can we, we help, you know, can you help me kill stuff and get, yeah. get through this? And it just made it more difficultly harder because it scaled towards him and it tried to put it in between. But because of the differential, it was just like, I basically was dead all the time <laughs> and he was doing everything. So, so Jonathan, have you done any like group teaming up or do you have anybody that you play with or, or no? Um, let's see. It's, I, I've, uh, <sighs> You know, I've done a few where I've run some missions with a couple people, um, but mostly I've done it by myself. Okay, because I know you were telling me that, like, and and I got I got to tell you, Joe, he pitched me hard at Best Buy. Like, he almost like it was almost like I wasn't going to be allowed to walk out unless I had the division in my hand. <laughs> like, he's just like, dude, you have that copy of Community Season Six. You can just put that down and buy. And by the division, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to buy either. And I, and I was like, oh, yeah. So he he called me out on buying one thing. So I'm like, you know what? I don't need that just to prove that I'm not going to walk out of here with something. But he's like, you know, we could totally just be playing the division together. It's like basically you see this kitten over here. I'm going to kill this kitten if you don't buy the division. Like he was he was pushing hard and I didn't do it. And um, I don't know. Like I right now, my time commitment is so bad. Like, that's why I love Rocket League, not to come back to that. It's just that technically the games are like five minutes and the commitment's very low. And uh, but You're right. I, I, have to, I have to do a lot of my gaming like that, too. Even when I do raid and when I do play The Division, because I still go back to Destiny. Like, I played Destiny Monday night because we knocked out uh, the raid real quick. And then, um, like, like, I still have to dedicate, like, a couple hours to that. And I know I'm stuck there playing that mm-hmm. to get through the whole thing. Things like Rocket League, um, Heroes of the Storm, I, I can knock out in like 20, 30 minutes, an hour if I've got that to kill, which is kind of nice. But like, these are MMOs. These are time sinks, just like WoW, you know? Well, and, and, and Jonathan's familiar with WoW. We, we play that yeah. often as well. Um, but you, Jonathan, you're telling me that this game has got, it, got its hooks into you like, like you haven't had in a while. Yeah, I think. Like, are you playing it right now? Like, I know. Like, are you, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I skipped that um, right now. But uh, <laughs> no, I think it's. Um, I think it's really well done. I, I like the. I like the way they did it. I'm not. I'm not a Destiny fan. Um, which is which is one thing, but it's. I think it's real smooth, and I think it has everything that you want in a 
RPG shooter that that you can imagine. Plus, I think the way that they have the power-ups and everything is real smooth. And even though you do a lot of the same missions, kind of like you do in Destiny and everything, um, it, it's more open world where you can travel and find, find different things instead of going to one place and doing one mission. Yeah, that's true. Like, when I was playing Destiny, it's like, oh, I'm on Mars. I'm on, like, the Delaware portion of Mars. Yeah. That's it. Like, I can't... Like, I'm in Rhode Island, Mars. You well, know? I, th- I think that's cool that they what they did with New York, making it scaled the way it is. Because you can... There were photos that you can go look and see the comparison mm-hmm. shots from the game to real-life New York. And they did a really good job of recreating it. Like, I remember... When I when I went into Times Square, it was by accident. Like I wasn't even paying attention to like the map popping up saying you're now in Times Square. But I was just kind of like following a, a little GPS waypoint, and then like I'm running and I stop and I look and all this you know obviously all the like the lights and crap are all turned off. But I looked around. I'm like I'm in the middle of Times Square. I was like this is kind of cool. So. Yeah, it's it's amazing what they were able to do with uh, with the portion of New York that they recreated and. Um, that that's my favorite one of my favorite parts about it is just looking at all this stuff and realizing where you are and everything so with this oh. being a virus based like bad thing that happened um in the, so as character development goes it's all like tech like it's like tech related or is there anything is there any type of like under like i don't know like because they call it the dark zone there's virus stuff yeah is there any like weird sci-fi stuff going on or is it just kind of straight ahead not really these people are sick and now they're yeah. super strong or or whatever no it's it's pretty much it, sick and die there's no zombies yeah it's sick and die and it just kind of basically the bad people just kind of took over things and they're just super you know strong and stuff like that and the strongest people and the one interesting thing and i just kind of ran into it um listening to some of the stuff in the game is actually um what is it the uh J- jtf the j yeah the joint military or joint task force yeah. yeah um they they were saying that some of their people actually left them to go beyond the bad side yeah so it's kind of like you're battling within yourself um so you're helping the jtf um as a division person you come in and kind of take control of things and it's just you by yourself basically and um but but it's interesting that a lot of those people actually left to go on the bad side and you fight against them and i kind you know what i kind of liked about the division as the the division itself the division is the is like a secret government organization that's like Mm -hmm. um I want to not like they're kind of like sleeper cell units that they get activated. So they're civilians. They're it's, it's all Sam Fishers. They go around knocking well, each other out. Well, you know what it reminded me of was mask because in the beginning, <laughs> yes. in the beginning, do you see people sitting like at a bar having a pint? And like this guy has one of the division watches on the little orange circle watch and his, his thing comes on and he, it's like they're talking about how these agents are getting activated and he just gets up and leaves and pats his buddy on the back like he's got to go do work. And I was like, that's kind of cool. So, like, your character is just... this car that turns into a plane, kind of, <laughs> yeah. flies off. Goes into a, a scuba underground. But you, the, <laughs> the the division itself is kind of like a, like a government organization that is there to kind of, like, I guess, fix stuff that was, that was in place in case of an emergency like this. They're like the super national guard, almost. So, yeah. do you feel like, like, I mean, well, you also mentioned the narrative that I feel like, even just talking to you guys, has more of a strong presence in the gameplay 
than and I and I don't want to keep comparing this to Destiny, but that's my only really good, more modern, no, like it, updated like version of that. Well, you can because they designed it to be you know something right. like, against Destiny. When I first the original when when I played Destiny when it first rolled out before the Taken King, because I feel like Taken King had more story just by putting uh, Nathan Fillion as the narrator. Basically, absolutely made yeah. that a lot more fun. Um, but the first bit, it just felt like. Hey guys, we're not we're not going to admit to you that we gutted all of this, but because we needed to get this game out on time, but we'll give you a cinematic that's kind of cool, and then we're just going to have Peter Dinklage whisper to you the rest of the time. So I didn't feel any sense of urgency or any sense of purpose in uh, that game. Unfortunately, I feel that way about the division. I don't know how Jonathan feels about it. Um, uh, is Peter Dinklage there too? Does he, is he it probably, actually is it actually him as a division agent walking he, around? He with probably him? is. Yeah. He That'd be fantastic AI. if it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> I, I guess well, I, that, that's pretty much how I feel about cause, it. Because going, this, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say going through the story so far. Like, there's key NPCs. Like, there's somebody in charge of your medical wing. There's somebody in charge of your security wing and your tech wing, and they yeah. they chime in when you do missions. Is and the, the medical guy named Doctor Wing Wing? Is it please? That'd be no, it's like here's no. the medical wing. What's it's, his name? It's, it's Doctor Wing. It's in some charge lady. of the medical wing. But like, no. like when they're on the comm and you're doing your mission, I'm just the whole time. I'm just like, shut up! I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like I am not bought into. <laughs> Is it as bad as the New Zealanders? They're talking during Titanfall the entire time. Yes. Where it's like, yeah. Checkpoint A has fallen, and, and you got like the snarky hacker guy who's always kind of just like in your ear, like you know, complaining about everything, but he's going to yeah. fix New York anyway. And it's like, oh, the story. It's give or take. I mean, it's your traditional virus, you know, thing, you come in, save the day, blah, blah, blah. That That's fine. Um, I mean, my experience with Destiny was only to level 7 um, <laughs> when it first came out. I heard so, after 5 it goes downhill anyway, so you're probably okay. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I don't really, I wasn't into the story in Destiny. It didn't really do anything for me. That's why I quit at level 7. Um, but it's... They talk too much. They talk during the missions. I wish that they would just do it all in one piece. I will say the one cool thing about it, though, is that in the middle of the gameplay, I've run into it a couple times, there are um, just some, you know, extra videos and everything like that of, you know, the story mode and everything, which is really cool. Um, but it, the story is give or take. I mean, you can pay attention to it or not. There's There's a lot of story that they try to cram into it. I think it does. It stands on its gameplay a lot, which okay. the gameplay is good. It's, mm-hmm. it's very Tom Clancy. If you've ever played Rainbow Six or you've ever played Ghost Recon or even Splinter Cell, um, it has that feel um, of, of like tactical and like being being multiplayer. It does it does promote squad tactics because um, like I played with a group of people and my one buddy who's who's done a lot of like different Dark Zone stuff with people. He's talked about how you know, you really have to kind of plan out your stuff when you run into, like, a group of guys when it gets harder and they have, like, snipers and they have light machine gun guys. And then there's, like, shotgun guys that just roll up on you. They don't care about cover. They're just like, and you're done. <laughs> um, but, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and then um, just real quick about the the um, the talents. I guess it's not the right, the specking. Yeah. Like, I, you guys have both said it's kind of neat, but, like, can you take your character a certain direction? Can you... 
don't you can know, do whatever you want with it. It's pretty open. Once you unlock it, you can you can make it into however you want to play the game. If it's something where you're going to play solo, you can have more healing stuff. If it's something where you're going to play with a group of people, you can make it into, you know, I'm, I want to do more damage. I've got my turret here and everything. But just in case something bad happens, I've got this healing pack here. So okay. it really, you can really customize it to however you want to play the game. Okay. They've definitely built it for Endgame, too, because you have basically three abilities that you can flip between. Yeah. You have your medical ability, your um, your tech ability, and your, your security ability. Each one I've noticed, like, the, the medical one, obviously, you can heal a group of people. Um, the tech one will give you uh, a group damage bonus, so, like, the people around you will do more damage. And then the security one will give you more damage resistance. So you're going to have groups of four people who do these events and these hard modes. You, you do have the, the paradigm, though, of tank healer DPS. Yes. Oh. Well, n- not not an individual, but the individual's abilities will affect the whole group. Okay. So yeah. you will have a healer. You will have a tank. But the tank is going to emphasize the entire group, not just himself. Yeah. So that's kind of – I mean, you're going to have basically these groups. <laughs> you're going to get together. You're going to be like, all right, I've got healing taken care of. My dude's spec for healing. This other person's like, all right, I'm going to buff us for damage whenever, you know, crap hits a fan. So Everybody's a paladin is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You got your protection. You got your holy. You got your retribution, except they all have guns. One, one honorable mention, too, they do have, and I like it, I don't know why, is a good visual clothing system that you can kind of, like, change your guys' look up a lot. Um, it, that is fun. They drop random different types of clothes. Like I got a bomber jacket. It was funny. I got a bomber jacket today. Like I was running around and like I was doing a mission. And whenever clothing loot drops, it's always like aqua green or like light blue, like a scion. So you know um, that that that's a, that this clothing. So I was like, oh man, I almost missed this piece of clothing. So I <laughs> run over, I grabbed it, and it was a bomber jacket. I was like, yes, I'm like I'm glad I went back and got that. <laughs> so you know you can kind of change your look up. You know they have promotional stuff you can wear and things like that. But it's cool to find different things. Like I remember the first time I got a little knit hat with a poof ball on it. I was like, hell yeah, I'm <laughs> rocking this poof ball hat. <laughs> so um, I, you know, I guess ultimately, like um, I don't know if I will buy the division as much as Jonathan's going to force kitten death on me to make that happen i i feel like for me it's just like i need i need just a little bit more weirdness for me to get on board like if you told me the division was basically like the last of us but with like military tech i think i'd be all about that game who wouldn't be yeah like, that would be they, like your view versus you know crazy mushroom people or whatever and, like i'd be all about that and then, then maybe you have infected people that's just like it would be so much more i think they need know. to put and this could be a dlc thing i think a cool dlc would be let's put people in there um last or not last man on earth what's uh what the hell's that will smith movie um Oh, oh, I am legend. I am legend. Yeah. Put some people in there. I am legend style. The virus has made them like rabid crazy. Like twenty eight days later, put them somewhere. Those are the new villains because, like, right now you have basically four sets of villains in the game based on your level. First level, you start off. You get your low level looters and thugs. They're basically running around with handguns, looting and robbing people. And then you get to what are called the cleaners. And these people are like firefighters and waste management that decided that they're just going to eradicate anything that's infected with flamethrowers. So Mm. they're kind of like crazy pyros. 
Then you get to the Rikers, which are all escape prisoners. I was hoping they were all fans of Riker from Star Trek. <laughs> They're all like, like Commander Riker. <laughs> They're, they'll have beards yeah. and they just walk around straightening like their, their shirts and then yeah. they step over chairs to sit in them. <laughs> yeah. And but, they're hitting on all the women all the time. I want to be a Riker so bad. But the Rikers are basically crazy prisoners, murderers, and, and they're basically running free in New York now that it's their whole city. And then the last group is, a, is like a PMC type param, or a private militarized contractors that, that have like actual military gear that are a little bit on par with you. Okay. So those are the four different people that you kind of encounter as enemies in, in the division in New York right now. But I think as like a DLC, I think it would be cool if we could get some type of like crazy infected, you know, people like that, the, the virus is taking a turn people didn't expect. It's mutated. And, yeah. And that, that could even affect like your trees and everything that'd be in terms of like your, your ability. <laughs> I mean, not mutant trees, but like your tech trees <laughs> and everything. That'd be cool. Like give me a little bit like i know destiny is very sci-fi but it's like you could either be i don't know it gives you you could be really good with guns and you could throw hammers made of fire like right. i and, and something about that i'm like i'm way more into that and i don't know well they kind of have the same with the skill system because you have you have two your bumpers or your triggers yet they have um they have abilities set to them and then they've got like a destiny like a double bumper ultimate ability okay so uh, well, I mean, maybe I don't know. Like, like I'm much more in the the vein of like Borderlands than I am like uh, Tom Clancy games. Yeah. I, See, and I think I think the way that the loot system is, though, and the way that they have the talents and everything, I think it aligns more so with Borderlands than it does Destiny. Mm, yeah, it does a little bit. Oh well, see, I don't yeah. need to know that. I don't. I don't want to buy this game twice. Well, the loot, the loot system, <laughs> the loot system is is a good mix in between. I think because like I still feel like how the Ingrams drop in Destiny are the same as it drops in Tom Clancy. I mean, they do the same color scale: green, blue, purple, yellow. Um, and like I, I feel like the loot's not really that much different. I'm. They don't have a raid. Or per se, I know like the last mission you do of the story, you have to fight a helicopter, which is pretty hard and like kind of like a boss boss. But they don't have any type of like like raid type thing like Destiny has had for like their different raids. Where uh, if you have you played any of the raids in Destiny, Paul? Um, I no, I like I. That's my frustration. This kind of comes down to like what, like I'm divided between the two of you. Is that it's also a time constraint thing? Like your schedule is different than mine. Jonathan's schedule is different than mine as well. At times, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so to get online and actually commit to like rating, like I I've seen the start of Vault of Glass and Destiny. I haven't seen anything else. Um, and because Destiny recycles content, I'm sure I've seen parts of these things right. just by playing. Well, so I didn't get actually a chance to experience a raid pure. Because I think one of the one of the key, not the key things, but one of the big things that stands out on raids is that boss fights are uniquely different. Because like with the division so far, it's pretty much get behind cover, shoot someone in the head till they die. You know, you're going to have to like tactically position things so that people don't like flank you and like yeah. run up with on you with a shotgun. But like with at least with Destiny, like. Like like current boss like boss fights like the 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 last boss of the raid currently, you really don't even shoot this guy. Like hmm. basically, what you need to do is you have to detonate these orbs that pop up from different monsters getting killed. Then you have to like collectively group into an invincibility bubble when he's trying to like kill you, and it's a lot like how WoW was. I was going to say, do you remember doing like different events in WoW? Yeah, like when, I was going to say, your, your destiny sounds a lot like a lot of the mechanics that World of Warcraft would use. Sounds like Anexia. Yeah, it, yeah, but it is. But I mean, like they have you jumping. They have one person jumping from platform to platform to grab an orb to drop on a boss, so to, to make them vulnerable, and then everyone groups up, shoots them in the head, disperses 
cleans ads, then you jump on the platforms <laughs> again. It's not just like hiding behind cover or like how yeah. when you do strikes, because strikes mm-hmm. and destiny are pretty much straightforward, just shoot everything. Yeah, strikes well, are I just mean, hide around the corner and hope for everything that like, you just pull right. down and you shoot it again. Yeah. Right. And, and the one thing that the division does have, though, is the challenge mode um, mm-hmm. after um, you know you hit level 30, which is also another part of you know the the real game after you play the game um so and they do have that where they're level 32s and you know you're trying to get the best loot and everything like that um which is a little bit separate from the the dark zone well i like that they set the level cap initially at 30 which seems like that's a a time a a number to devote time to get to it's pretty attainable so like high up to where you're gonna spend all this time grinding the game's only been out like a week or two and most people are 30 yeah so i like that um I, I just feel like this is one that um, kind of like probably what I should have done with Destiny is give it time, see what else they pack into it, and then maybe I'll commit to it at that point. Because I feel like then I have friends like you. I'm sure if they keep adding content, you'll come back to it now that you own it already. Well, I, I've, you know? I've floated in and out of Destiny. Like I, yeah. I play Destiny from launch, but there's times where I'm – like I think House of Wolves, I missed a big portion of House of Wolves because I lost a little bit of an interest in it. Yeah. Taking King brought me back, but like – you know, and, and, and a lot of it is, and like, you know, this ties into like the cross platform play is a lot of it is like groups of people you have to play with. Like I have a solid group of like four or five people that I play destiny and the division with. If I was playing this game by myself, I probably would have given up on it by now, honestly, because like I've gotten frustrated when I was soloing, Yeah. you know, but then like talking to them, they're like, Oh no, 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 no. Here, I'll help you go over here and I'll show you where some of these side missions are and we'll get you all your safe houses so you can easily fast travel and things like that. So having buddies in a game really helped make it different. Because, like, I could never play Destiny as long as I have by myself it, solo. Yeah, I have. It, it, after a while, it gets to I don't boring. know how. Yeah, that's why I said, man, I'm like... I hit level 7 by myself, and that was the end of it. Yeah. I'm like, nope. <laughs> All right, so to put a pin in this, um, so you guys both like it right now. I know, Jonathan, you're still kind of really hooked by it. And I know you said, you, Joe, you're still kind of... I'm still kind of... Eh, like, I would give it a 7.5 right now. Because I'm, I'm kind of waiting for that more meat and potatoes of the end game and to see where it goes um it does have the great skeleton of an mmo uh it's just you know with anybody who plays an mmo long enough uh the end game is very important like this i think the division came out at a great time uh mostly because i think Destiny's struggling right now because they haven't had a really big content since take since taken king so I think it's going to pull a lot of their subscribers. Not subscribe. I said subscribers. <laughs> See, I'm still thinking old school MMO. It's going to pull a lot of their players away. Yeah, so. that's yeah. So so Jonathan, uh, score right uh, now of one to six hundred. Well, no, uh, one to ten. What would you give it? I mean, I would say I'd say right now I'm at an eight. I haven't gotten to Endgame. Um, I, I do obviously like it better than Destiny. I know. <laughs> We don't want to keep going back to Destiny, but this is the big, you know, comparison that it has, and it's exactly what it went after. Um, just for me personally, um, but you know, not being an end game yet, um, right now I'm I'm sitting at an eight. All right then. So sounds like you guys. It's interesting. Joe's like only like a half point behind me. Like I'm on the fence, and he's like I like it. So it just. Yeah. Anyway, so um, people, if, if you've checked out the Destiny or other games like this, please let us know uh, your opinions, thoughts. Uh, we have our Facebook page, Invasion the Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at Invading Podcast, and our Gmail address is Invading Podcast Gmail. Still so, got that X Files T-shirt up for grabs, and we have other fun stuff too. That we got a we got other fun giveaway things. We have a Deadpool figure. We have other neat things, we're, we're, and we're getting more stuff because Joe keeps. 
um, for keeping to subscribed. His loot crate. Yeah, he keeps he keeps <laughs> just getting loot crates sent to him. This is Man. the last one. I swear to God. <laughs> I canceled it. It said canceled. Yeah. So Jonathan, Joe got one for the the invasion theme one because it's like, oh, that's perfect because it's the show. And then the next month he's like, oh, by the way, I forgot to cancel it. So we're getting another one for February. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, oh, by the way, we're getting one more. So <laughs> so we, we keep getting loot crates. So that means more stuff that we want to give away. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. so everybody loves free stuff. You that's guys win. We keep trying to tell people free stuff. Like, um, yeah, listen to the show. Share the show. Share the show. Show us that you shared the show. You know, like, hey, whatever, like, hey, guys, I put it out on Twitter or on MySpace or Friendster or PetFinder. I don't know, whatever. Pets.com. Um, so now um, we, in honor of um, the NCAA tournament, um, we have our own tournament bracket. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> let me, we, we should just hit the, I'm going to hit the game button right now. Time to play the game. <laughs> we didn't have the studio equipment, the soundboard in here. I would totally just spray water, like spit water. You just spit, why does he do that? Why does Triple H just like that's his it, thing? I don't. It, know. I don't. It looks disgusting to me. It's it like you're, it's like it, not. It it's a waste of water because clearly you took eight gallons of water and poured it on yourself before you walked out, and then you're just gonna spit water in the air repeatedly. You know, I don't know. It's just you're right. It's this thing, and it's like when the the, the spray of water's coming down, and it's all hitting all the lights. He looks like a badass. But if I if I go into work like that, kicked over a chair, and just like you know, said, "Hey guys, I'm here," and just spit water all over the place, I'd probably get walked out. Maybe <laughs> I I'd walk you out because I would be cheering. <laughs> so um, we just because this is the most original idea in honor of the NCAA um, also basketball a, tournament in honor of. Uh, Bats and soups fighting it out in a, yeah. in a week. Um, we decided to do a superhero, supervillain bracket, and we, tr- we, you know, in honor of Civil War and Batman versus Superman, we kept the heavy hitters outside of it. Yeah. So, um, so no Spider Mans because as much as Joe and I love Spider Man, he would win everything if we kept them. There's in the no bracket, spider, so. spider anything in here really. Um, well, actually, no. There is technically one spider, but it's DC, so it doesn't. Oh, that doesn't really yeah. count. So. Um, but we took uh, we took DC heroes, villains, Marvel superheroes and villains, and we threw them in a in a, in a bracket and um, randomized it up a little bit. And we're going to basically pick. Uh, we're going to do the first two rounds this time, yeah. And then next week, I think, so then also you guys can once we tell you like our our sweet sixteen, you guys can also chime in and let us know who you think is going to battle it out because that'd yeah. be fun. But then next week, um, when we um, we're going to do the final bit after you know we'll we'll do our uh, lead eight and final four and then our winner. So. Um, so who, and Jonathan, you can help us out too. Cause I know you know so much about comics. Um, Some of these may be a yeah. little obscure. Like we, 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 we kind of dug a, deep a little, we dug a little deep and we'll try to explain some of these characters. If you guys don't know who they are, some of them are on TV and movies, um, have been, you know, adapted. Some are Paul Stubman fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I've got, I've got, I kind of make, I have the, I have a Marvel side and I have a DC side. So it's basically going to break down to a Marvel character versus a DC character. Actually. Okay. That's fine. So, so do, uh, um, I don't know how you want to do this. So, uh, let's, let's just go, we'll go left to right. We'll as go back and forth. As long as you don't confuse, you know, no, okay. no, no. I'll write the, I'll write the winner over. Okay. So for the first round with this bracket with Marvel, we have Bishop from X-Men, um, versus Mr. Negative, who's a villain of Marvel, uh, and he is a individual who takes asserts control over people, and is able. He basically he makes them look like a negative, like like black and white gets inverted. Yeah, wasn't Deadpool and, like going after him for a bit? 
Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You could be right. Well, I'll tell you guys right now, Mr. Negative speaks to my heart. All right. So, <laughs> so, versus Bishop, who he I'm, can just take energy and absorb it and shoot right. it back out. And he has that gun, but Mr. Negative has, like, he, he, he's like, he's like the ultimate, his supervillain power is, I got henchmen. And not just like, you know, like, like some, some thug, you know, he'll take over like, uh, like cloak or dagger, like other superheroes, he'll take control of them and get and bend them to his will. Okay. So, um, I, and usually it's, it involves some type of like toxin or like drug. Well, the Cleveland of me says Mr. Negative. Yeah. We're going Mr. Negative on this one. Okay. So sorry, Bishop, you're out. Um, but we talked about him more than he was in X-Men Days of Future Past. <laughs> in, the, in the movie, you know, he was only it's in the true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right. So uh, from the DC side, we have Starfire, uh, and then we have Clayface. Starfire versus Clayface. Oh, you got to go Clayface here, right? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I like Clayface because I mean, I'm always a fan of like the people that can change shape and make. Oh, I'm going to turn my fist into a big like ball and smash people, and he's just creepy. See, I was gonna, I was gonna go Starfire, but. Two against one. I'm gonna. We're gonna have to go with Clayface. Yeah, just, I don't know. Clayface is just cool. Like he, he is was, cool. Wasn't he? Is he's a fantastic villain. Wasn't he created specifically for the cartoon too? Like, I believe he was. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. And I um, did. Yeah. I tell you, like, what was the first Batman Arkham game? Um, the first Arkham, one was Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum. Like his pop up reveal in that game was awesome. Are like, you talking about Arkham yeah. City? Yeah. No. No. Well, because in Asylum he was just city. a prisoner in City. Yeah. In, the city, in Arkham he, City. Yeah, yeah. That made me. Because it, it made sense, but it made me mad when he showed up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like the whole game, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, they're hitting on everybody here. They got, they got every Batman villain. I'm like, where's Clayface at? And they're like, oh, he's been here the entire time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, we're going with Clayface. Yep. Which, if uh, anybody. Is not familiar with Clayface. He's basically a monster man of made he's, of clay. He's, he's, he's like, like Sandman, like but Pillsbury clay. Doughboy, but really angry. Yeah. So um, also speaks to my heart. <laughs> all right. So jumping back over to Marvel, we have the Super Scroll versus the Blob. So Super Scroll is oh my an alien God, the Blob has... is the best. <laughs> Super Love Scroll, though, he has all four of the Fantastic Four's powers. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. I would. I'm going to give it to the Super Scroll because he does have quite more utility. I think he probably would toe to toe with the Blob. The Blob would easily, but he's got. I, I keep going back okay. to the Invisible Woman. Like he could just bubble around his head and then pass. Yeah. It, so so uh, Jonathan, why the Blob? Because X Men um, Origins Wolverine is that why? Because uh, he's the Blob. <laughs> nothing. Moves, anything else needs said? I mean, come on. The blob. I, you know, I think that so Super Scroll, like uh, he, he's powerful, but the reason why he's not as important as he could be is because he, he is just a soldier um, and not smart. True. So I think the Blob, not saying that he's smart, but he also knows that like it takes a heck of a lot to bring him down. Yeah. And I don't think fire is going to bother him. No. I don't nope. think stretchiness is going to bother him. Nope. I don't think Super Scroll is going to use the invisible woman's powers the right way and stop you him. You can't even surprise him. No. <laughs> He's indestructible. Pretty much. And, and, and Super Scroll's going to punch him in the stomach and never get his arm back. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 The Blob's going to eat his arm. So far, like, we're getting some good villains already. So, so yeah. are we going Blob on this going one? Going Blob. All right. Oh. Okay. All right. Second round, we've got uh, the Comedian versus Reverse Flash. The Comedian Ooh. from Watchmen, who his only power is that he has a shotgun and, and is um A total dick? Yeah. <laughs> And Reverse Flash, who is super fast and scary. Yeah. Um, Ooh. 
Com- I, comedian though, like he's no well, he's one of those crazy Batman guys where he's smart. He's smart. It, yeah. yeah, he's smart, and he takes an ass whooping like nobody else. Here's yeah. the thing though, Ozymandias killed him. So, I mean, Ozymandias isn't isn't as powerful as the Reverse Flash. So I got to give it to Reverse Flash. Yeah. I, yeah. li- I love the comedian as a character, too. I mean, if this was a bracket of, like, best mustaches, the comedian would win. But, uh, yeah, reverse flash. If, if it was a favorite character one, then yeah. I would give it to the comedian. But I think if you're going toe-to-toe, I think reverse flash easily wins that. Okay. So, real quick, though, uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan is playing Negan in Walking Dead coming up. How do you how do you feel about that, Jonathan? Dude, Negan's supposed um, to be, like, a big, that mean, big That means guy. nothing to me because I don't watch Walking oh, Dead. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I... I thought you did, but, but no, it's your, no, it's your fiance. That would be uh, that'd be the uh, fiance. Okay, well, never mind then. I ah, wish okay. I wish Jeffrey Dean Morgan would show up on The Walking Dead as the comedian. That, <laughs> I would watch that. That'd be amazing. So all right, that I'll would go. be that would be so awesome <laughs> as long as Warshock's there. Yeah. All right. So jumping back to Marvel, we've got Omega Red versus Tombstone. Oh. Oof. So Omega Red is uh, he's Russian, right? Yes. And he's yeah. white, pale white. Has these tentacles that come out of his hands that are Adam- adamantium. Adamantium tentacles. Yeah. Like basically, it was like Russian's version of the Weapon X program. Right. And then we got that, and then we also have um, Tombstone. Tombstone, who is Ron Perlman, but really pale. Yeah. And scary. He he's basically unkillable too. Right. Um, but he's just like a mob enforcer type. Right. And I think isn't he? He's is he made out of granite? He's not made out of granite, but I think his skin is tough as granite. He, he, he yeah, almost looks like tough. Undertaker now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> true. He, he also has a forty-inch vertical. Yeah, <laughs> which um, is important. I think. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I'd have to give it to Omega Red because Tombstone is a badass, but he is mob-level badass. He's kind of like he's kind of like the mob's super villain. But yeah, that's but, the perfect hideout for any villain. Well, he, it, in daytime, he's just a normal business guy doing mob things. At uh, night, super kick your ass. Guy, he doesn't yeah. look normal. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, granite skin is pretty normal these days. Yeah. Well, but adamantium lace skin, like that's uh, that's pretty hardcore. And plus, right. those tentacles could kill you with a touch, right? Wasn't that the whole thing with yeah, Mega he, Red? He can also. How do you kill granite? Um. I don't know. You just kind of like you don't he mow the lawn for him. a bit, and it just, the grass grows up and breaks it. I don't know. I mean, he could strangle him. That's yeah. why I'm going with that. I, I'm going I'm, Tombstone. I'm going to Mega Red. All right. Yeah. So Mega Red, it is. <laughs> I fought validly. I, I, I Tombstone. Can tell, I can tell Jonathan really cares about the, some of these guys. I, I appreciate your uh, air efforts. All right. So uh, jumping over to DC again, we've got uh, Deadshot versus the Trickster. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Is this Deadshot? Is this Will Smith Deadshot from Suicide Squad coming up, or is this this Deadshot? Is it Deadshot from TV? No, it's uh, Deadshot for the comic books. Oh, we okay. went over this remember because oh. you were like, I want to put specific people from TV in here. I'm- <laughs> I just yeah, I just I, uh, I like TV. Um, so we got Trickster, who mm-hmm. is basically, in a way, he's kind of like Joker light. Yeah, he is basically Joker. He, he's like he's like the he's a mix between the Riddler and the Joker. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I can see that. But in like the Flash TV show, which I'm going to reference, it's played by Mark Hamill, who is the Joker. And every time I see him on there, I'm just like, it's just the Joker. Stop yeah. telling me it's the trickster. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I think I'd have to go with Deadshot because one of the biggest things the trickster has is he always puts someone in a situation where they have to choose to save innocence. And I don't think Dev- Deadshot would care. Yeah. But at the same time, joke bombs. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to Deadshot. Uh, I agree. Right. I'm going with Deadshot. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mark Hamill. Guess I'll just have to stare at you for another five minutes. Well, good thing Mark seven. Hamill wasn't the guy in the comic book. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So, you don't know that. <laughs> uh, Marvel side, Mysterio versus Moon Knight. Mysterio, who is the guy who is the master of illusions with the fishbowl on his head, and Moon Knight, which is Marvel's crazy Batman, who is powered by the moon. I, I'd give it to Moon Knight because I feel like Mysterio's tricks would just not work as well on someone who's crazy. I was going to say, I don't think he would, I don't think he would care. I'll just keep yeah. going. And, and oh, you mean you're talking about me and this one right here, this bracket? Uh-huh. Yeah. And the Moon Knight is just he's all, he wears all white, and his his strength. I mean, it used to be his strength would uh, be in concordance with the phases of the moon. Mm-hmm. He believed he was some type of representative, like an Egyptian god. Yeah. Like so, and, but also he had like split personality. Like he was basically Batman without money, and also just crazy. <laughs> he's right. Poor man's Batman, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then um, we also have Mysterio, who is a failed special effects guy, who's really good at special effects, but only messing with Spider-Man. Is Moon Knight's name like real like name in daytime being broke? Is it a uh, broke Wayne? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I would I would love that. Like, um, like <laughs> he's hobo Wayne during the day yeah. and then Moon Knight at night. <laughs> um, at night, he's just trying to find a trash yeah. fire. <laughs> <laughs> he's not fighting for justice. He's just fighting for a loaf of bread. He's, yeah. oh, Look I'm, at his tent. It doesn't even have a roof. <laughs> waiting for people to get refrigerators delivered. Right. Like, so, that make a nice house. So do you, do, you want, um, do you want Hobo Batman or do you want Mysterio? I'm going with Moon Knight. All right, Hobo Batman it is. All right. I love, I it's love basically like Rickety Cricket. You know that? <laughs> you just put Rickety Cricket in here. Oh, I love I love Moon Knight. It's just like, I hope Netflix gives him a series. That would be amazing. <laughs> Uh, I hope it opens it up. I hope it opens up with him just getting pounded from behind, trying to get a loaf of bread. <laughs> oh, um, I also know that he uh, he was a cab driver too, right? It was oh. weird. There was a was bit, he? yeah. There was a weird thing where he was a cab driver, but split personality, and also it was. Just... I believe it. That makes sense for Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. All right. So DC bracket side, we've got the Black Spider, uh, <laughs> who is a a a villainish vigilante type. Like he does. He does fight criminals, but then he also aligns himself with supervillains a lot. Um, and then uh, Power Girl, who is basically she's um, she's a Kryptonian, and um, I don't know, she's like Superman, but like uh, just not a jerk. I mean, she's kind of a she has she has edged her personality, but she's not super. she's, yeah. she's not the shining example. No, you know? she's not. I mean, she's not like an antihero ish type character, but she's definitely not like uh, like like she's very middle. Yeah, yeah, she's not like all rah rah like the rest of them. I'm gonna go Power Girl. I am gonna go Power Girl too. I'm gonna go Power Girl. So, Team Power Girl. I'm going on that costume alone though. Yeah, it's a good, it's a it's a good costume. <laughs> all right, so well, we got we got a lot of these to get through, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, uh, so uh, all right. Marvel side, we have Penance versus the Crimson Diamond Di- Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> Crimson Dynamo is basically Russian Iron Man. Yeah. So uh, and Penance is basically a guy that uh, he's speedball. Yeah, he, so he, we talk yeah, about. I do like Penance in this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what? I got to go with Penance too because Penance is a cool concept character. He has an awesome like like outfit. He basically played a lot of Soul Caliber. Yeah. I was like, I love Voldo. I just want spikes. Um, <laughs> and uh, the Crimson Dynamo just seems to get his ass handed to him a lot. Yeah. So. Plus, right. he's kind of like a he's he really is a poor man Iron Man because like. <laughs> Yeah, he, he always tries to make a bigger, better suit, but it always seems to just kind of fail. Yeah, so we're gonna go penance on this one. It's just made of a bunch of old Yugo parts. It's actually the Legos that you bought from the Lego store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need more. All right, so who do we got here? 
Uh, oof. All right, so we got Deathstroke versus Booster Gold from DC. Oh, Deathstroke. Oh, I, let's yeah. Death Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, just Deathstroke. <laughs> Poor Booster Gold. Yeah, that's, we're not even going to explain who this. It's just Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke we, is basically uh, Deadpool without a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point, right? I mean, he was. Yeah. Deadpool was based off of him, but. Yeah. Um, poor, uh, poor Booster poor Gold. Poor Booster Gold. You're a good athlete, though. Yeah. You're a good athlete, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Good, good future athlete, buddy. You made me run through a lot of missions to get question marks in oh, Batman. Oh, that's right. You played, um, you played DC Heroes, DC Online. So some of these guys might sound familiar to yeah. you. I, who, I, me? Yeah, you played. You said you played oh, DC Oh, yeah. yeah. Who you? Who, no, the other person we're talking to. I was Sorry, po- I, I was pointing at the. I was pointing at the screen that you couldn't see me though. I was pointing. Yeah, directly he talks. At you. That's why we got to get a camera. Yeah, because I keep pointing. Paul talks to the Skype screen. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, DC DCUL. I highly enjoyed DCUL. So some of these you might actually know more about some of these characters <laughs> than we do. All right, so uh, Marvel side, we have the Absorbing Man versus Medusa. Oh. um... Medusa, because I can't go with somebody who's based off of Mr. Clean. <laughs> oh, oh Zora Man has some cool powers, though, but Medusa. Yeah, it's called the Magic Eraser. <laughs> I don't know. That's tough because, like, Absorbing Man does have a cool power set, but, like, man, he, he gets worked over so, a lot. But the thing is, she has hair that can move. He has no hair. She's got a lot of hair. Yeah, so I don't know. And if, and if he tried to absorb her, he would just get Joe. all that bounce and volume, but have no hair to show for it. True. And Joe, you just said he gets worked over a lot. How can you ever go with a superhero that gets worked over a lot? <laughs> oh, no, he's a villain. Yeah, but uh, all right, so Medusa. Yeah, they, yeah. It, it seems like anytime he goes up against anybody, they kick the crap out of him. Yeah, but he, he has a really cool power set, though. I he like does it, have yeah. a cool power set, so yeah. I think Medusa But obviously he's terrible at using it. Yeah. Yeah. I nominate myself to become the next absorbing man. That's what I think they do with a lot of these villains. They'll be like, this guy is kind of dangerous. But then they're like, how does he lose so much? Well, he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his name's Crusher Creel. Yeah, that's that's not a good... Like, yeah. That doesn't scream scholarship name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, who do we got here on the DC side? Oh, okay. We got Killer Frost versus Blue Beetle. All right, um, Blue Killer Beetle. Frost is pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. There we go. Yeah, that, that's. I don't think there's much of a question. It's like Blue Beetle's kind of, kind of like, like I don't know, kind of Batmany a little bit. Yeah, but I, I got to go with Killer Frost too because yeah. I mean you have Killer in your name. Yep. Like just like whales. It's like it's Killer. And her whale. powers are awesome. So. Yeah, because like there's a lot of people out there that use ice, but not as effectively as a murder weapon. I think. Yep, I agree. I think that she's actually a better version of Doctor Freeze. To be honest with uh, you. Um, uh, yeah, I would. I would like she. They well, recently had her on the Flash, and she was really cool. No pun intended. Well, she's yeah. she's more along an Iceman level because like she doesn't need like how Captain Cold and Mister Freeze use gadgets for their yeah she's thing. right. Someone's she's right. got it in, innately, which is I think better because you don't got to rely on that. Anything. And then if you ever just buy a monster, you don't have to ever worry about putting it in the fridge. You just drink it. That's cool. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger cannot play her. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want to see that now. I kind of want to see him now <laughs> playing Killer Frost. Uh, all right, Marvel side, Silver Sable versus Moonstone. Oh, you these put, are these are you kind put of Silver Sable in here. Moonstone. Moonstone. <laughs> I I think I'd give it to Moonstone too because like Moonstone. Well, Moonstone's background is she was a, actually a um, a psychiatrist, and the original Moonstone. I can't remember her name, but she found the actual alien rock, the Moonstone rock. Okay, and the psychiatrist that she went to 
tricked her, like basically psychologically tricked her into giving her the moonstone. So that's how she acquired it to become a villain. That's how Mary got me to propose to her too. So. Completely just doing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Mary, Mary, aka Moonstone. Yeah. yeah, Mary Moonstone. You don't know Mary. that was just very literal. You know, like you know, like Crusher Creel. Mary's new name is Moonstone. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I think I would go with Moonstone. Um, Silver Sable is actually a pretty good mercenary, but um, Moonstone's going to have a, a little bit of a little bit of an edge with that rock. Yeah. Paul, and if Mary gives you any pushback on that nickname, tell her we can we change the cat's name. We can clearly change hers. <laughs> yes, all <laughs> names all names are up for discussion. So that's true. Are we we're going with Moonstone? Yes. All right. All right. We gotta maybe uh, burn through some of these guys because uh, we're all gonna right. we're gonna this bracket of awesome is gonna be a bracket of two hours. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next one is uh, Doctor Fate versus the Clock King. Oh no, oh, the Clock King. There you go. Like. I, I like Clock King. I really do. Oh wow, like, that's yeah. unanimous. I was I was gonna say Doctor Fate sheer on the magic end of it, but yeah, but I think I think the Clock King when he fights anybody, like he sizes them up and knows exactly what they're gonna do, even, even if, if it's mystical. Oh okay, like uh, he is like I like the idea that this guy's a precision like expert and basically beat Batman because he timed his punches and just knew when subway trains came and went. I think a lot of people take that for granted as far as a power as like being able to judge time perfectly. Just yeah. <clears throat> um all right, so we got Sif, Lady Sif uh versus She-Hulk. She-Hulk. She's stronger than yeah, Sif. She is. I'm going to give yeah. it to She-Hulk. And she's a lawyer. Yeah. So if she lost, she could just sue Sif. Yeah. And then sue her back to Asgard. <laughs> take all your Asgardian dollars. Yes. I don't know what they're worth down here. I'll give you five Thor bucks. That doesn't count. All right, here's an interesting mix-up. DC side, we got Jonah Hex versus Hawkgirl. Oh, Jonah Hex. Forget the movie. He's just an angry, like, cowboy guy, you know? Yeah. And I like him. And he has Jonah Hex powers. is actually pretty badass. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow, going to Jonah Hex. Versus, I would yeah. probably go with Jonah Hex, too, because, I mean, he's got that, that, that face. He's obviously survived some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that... <laughs> yep. Yep, yep the, the, exactly. Some things. Yeah, he's seen some things. Girl with wings, don't care. Yeah, I, I've, yeah. I've seen three of those yeah. before. Yeah. All right, uh, Marvel, Multiple Man versus Quake. Oh, I love Madrox. I love that he's like the human Xerox guy. You know, he just makes copies of himself, mm-hmm. which I want that power so I can just sleep and then send myself off to work. I got to say That'll Quake. Awesome. Like, I like I like Multiple Man, too, but, like, Quake is way underplayed on the TV show, and like in in the in the um when she was doing Secret Warriors and like her power set, she's she messed some stuff up. Yeah, but he can just keep making a lot of himself, and then if like if she makes this huge earthquake that collapses everything, it could just be a whole avalanche um uh, avalanche of him. True. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm it... going Quake. She is my paper shredder. Okay. <laughs> so but, sorry, I mean, Madrox. Does, I tried. Does doesn't he get tired at all, or is he just? I don't know. It's just, I mean, you think you get hungry if you just keep making copies True. of yourself. All right. So DC, we got Gorilla Grodd versus Swamp Thing. Oh, that's a good one. You got oh, you got um, oh, you got I'm living, gonna go, I'm living gonna, Moss versus yeah. a talking gorilla. I'm gonna go with Swamp Thing because it's basically he's gonna negate the psionic powers because he's a plant. Yeah, because Gorilla Grodd can um like mentally. No, but he him. absorbs thing as a plant. Yeah, I don't know. I just um, I'm going Gorilla Grodd. Paul. Uh, uh. Okay, wait, where's the venue? 
Like, where are they fighting? Is this like concrete jungle or is it a swamp? No, you can't be doing this. I could do this. No. No. Because I'm going to pick swamp because I want swamp thing and then Jonathan's <laughs> going to pick the, the concrete jungle. Oh. No, I'll give you the. I'll give you, know you, the, what? you, you know, the swamp. Yeah, it would make sense that they would kind of be in a jungle. All right. Well, then if that's the case, then swamp thing. Right. He but can he's going to absorb it. I don't know. Wait, what? Wait, Gorilla Grodd's going to absorb all of nature? Yes. Oh, I don't know. If, he if, eats it for a living. <laughs> If Swamp Thing was made of Samsonite uh, suitcases, this would be a different story. All right. <laughs> I would take Swamp Thing all day. Yeah. All right. We got Craven the Hunter versus Quicksilver. Craven the Hunter. Because <laughs> I believe that man would hunt I, anything. Yeah, I got to give it to Craven, too. Like I would agree with that. Yeah. Like Quicksilver, like, you know, he might be quick, but. He's a Craven weak ass character, though. I, I don't think he would go into the fight, like, willy nilly. Like, Craven would have studied Quicksilver for quite a while. Yeah. And also, I mean, like Quicksilver, what's what's up? You get you get two appearances in movies in the same year, and you can't even live through both. Like, what's up with that? Yeah, I won't tell you which one though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, DC side, we have John Constantine versus Steel. So I put in Steel. That's the Shaquille O'Neal uh, as Superman when he's wearing the armor. And he can't make a free throw. Well, the, the, he was when when Superman died. He was one of the Supermen that was resurrected. I know, but it's not really Shaquille not O'Neal. resurrected, but came around. But, but I'm I'm thinking this is Shaquille O'Neal of Steel. Which if I'm it's gonna... Shaq, I'm all for Shaq. <laughs> I was, I'm going to go John Constantine. I just I, to have... I think I'm going to go with Constantine too, only because like I think his magic background would give him quite an edge. He would challenge Shaquille O'Neal to a three point shootout or like, a free throw shootout. Yeah, <laughs> and it wouldn't need magic. It wouldn't need like, magic to beat him. Like the. <laughs> Like the, uh, did you say three three point or a free I'm, throw? I meant to say free, free, free throw. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I would say the magic would probably give him a little one up over the hammer and the, the armor suit. Yeah. So. But, you know, Shaquille O'Neal did play for the magic at one point in his career. I don't know. Boom, team player. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know if playing he for the magic gives you magic. I don't All know. right, here you go, Paul. Didn't work for and this one's, Howard. This one's tough for me, too, because I, I like both these guys on Marvel. We have Darkhawk versus Taskmaster. All right, so Jonathan, have you heard of either of these guys? Yes, yes, what, yes. Uh, okay, uh, I'm 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 going Darkhawk. I don't like. I'm, I'm actually, going Taskmaster. I'm going to go Taskmaster. No. As much as I love Darkhawk, Taskmaster, Darkhawk is actually like a teenager, and and Taskmaster is a, a beyond a trained mercenary. Like he's yeah. got photo photographic reflexes. So. Yeah, I, you're right. <laughs> you're so sad. You're so depressed about you're, this. Yeah. Yeah. He did win. All right. All right. So Tasky won. All right. And then DC, Captain Cold versus Cheetah. Captain Cheetah. Cold. Cheetah. Oh. I, 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 again, this is uh, Captain Cold from TV. I'm going to keep bringing him in. I love Captain Cold on TV. But Cheetah is, is a Cheetah. This is tough. Yeah. You know what? This is really tough because, like, Cheetah does have the speed and, and like, you know, her, I guess, like, feline abilities. I don't know, the, the heightened reflexes of strength and She stuff. has the ability to dart from room to room for no reason. Um, yeah, babies fall into a pin and she ignores them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, but, but Captain Cold, like, like... All he has is a gun. Yeah, but he fights the Flash. Yeah. And, like, for Cheetah, Cheetah's nowhere on par for speed with the Flash. So he'd just be like, why are you running around so slow? I got yeah. you again. I'm going to give it to Cold. Okay. I'm about cold. Damn. I am going to say, though, we'll get through this first round, and then um, 
we'll maybe we'll we'll figure out what we're going to do because this is a this is a big round so man we got 64 people i know i know i know but like we're getting there all right yeah all right next one we got uh the rhino versus saber tooth oh look at that animal types mm. rhino you know like rhino's pretty sweet yeah as long as it's not the one from the movie not the paul giamatti rhino i'm talking like i'm gonna go with saber tooth yeah like it's... rhino is tough but he's he's dumb and i'm not saying saber tooth's that smart but with that healing factor and his you know he's pretty savage i think he would get one over on the rhino eventually yeah i think he would just wear him down yeah he would yeah. Like he'd like it would probably be a long drawn out fight. It would be a boring fight. <laughs> Sabretooth would get gored. He'd probably get a horn through his chest, and then like somehow he would get them claws into his throat, and it'd be over. He'd be like that one guy that's just hanging out on the side of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Sabretooth? He's healing. <laughs> He's been li- holding his leg up for two hours. <laughs> All right. So and the Rhino would be that guy that takes like six guys to lift out of the ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so here's DC Sinestro versus Metamorpho. I so the O's. Yeah, Sinestro. Sinestro. Yeah, because it's I mean, not even a conversation. Yeah, yeah. yellow lantern ring. I'm guessing Metamorpho can change into different things, like a chalupa. Yeah, he can. He can like form different, like in it, not in inanimate objects, but like a can, chalupa. Yeah, like a chalupa. <laughs> he can like he can change his body into different things oh. and stuff like that. All right, so... Um, like a Taco Bell that serves Marvel, we have uh, Ulysses Claw or Claw versus Kitty Pride. Ah, uh, so so Claw can make um, sound constructs out of, like, he can make them physical objects out of sound. Yeah. And Kitty Pride can phase through, like, things and screw things up <sighs> big time. That's, that's tough only because, like, depending, like, if Claw's using sound, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how that would... I don't know. Playing with Kitty Pride's, but the fact that she phasing. can she can face through somebody and actually like screw their heart up. Yeah, yeah, that's bad news. I'm gonna give it to Kitty. Yeah. Plus, like, I mean, are we talking as Lockheed there? Like, yeah, the little dragon. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'm gonna go with Kitty. What do you yeah. say, Kitty? Kitty, Jonathan. Yeah. Kitty. <laughs> All right, Star Shadow Cat. That's a way cooler name than Kitty Pride. Star Lord, it is Shadow Star Lord. It is. Okay. Uh, all right, next one. This one's interesting, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be one-sided. Uh, Black, can- Black Canary versus Bane. <laughs> so. Uh, Bane. Bane. Yeah. yeah. But they were both born in the dark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bane. Yeah. If it was Tom... Hardy Pines Field, for God's sake. If, if, if it was Tom Hardy Bane, I would say it would be a good fight. But if it's like Lucha Libre, Bane on Venom... Full of Venom, yeah. 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 What if it's Venom from uh, Batman and Robin? Like how you saw him for like three seconds and he was in the corner and that's all you saw of Bane. Do you remember that? No? Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. The one with uh, Uma Thurman? Yeah, like they had Bane in for like a second. Hold on, I'm missing somebody here. All right, Uh-oh. let's do uh, the next one. We'll do uh, Mockingbird versus Bullseye. 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 Yeah. I like. I love Mockingbird, but Bullseye is just, he's too, he's too badass. Oh, you just got to give him like a, a wallet full of credit cards and you're done. Like he can just take them like he can just a deck of playing cards. Like he, he'll gambit that, you know, like give him a golf tee. You're dead. A moist towelette. You're dead. Paper clips. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Who do we have here? Bubble wrap. You're dead. Maybe I don't know I, how that works. Maybe I didn't do a good job of writing these down. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like, right, well, let's just start over from the beginning. <laughs> No, because like some people just popped up twice. I'm like, I thought I didn't write that person. Down. Okay, let me just let me just double check. All right, so we'll do one here. All right, so Cyborg Superman, which was uh, was it Henry Hawkins or something like Hawking? Henry Cavill. I don't know. 
Uh, oh, Henry Henry Winkler. Yes, yeah. Henry Winkler is Cybernetic Superman uh, versus Lobo. Lobo, Lobo is crazy space Wolverine. That's like Lobo I'm, is pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, I know that one. That's okay. So Lobo, it is, and then I agree with that Lobo. Um, Squirrel Girl versus Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh God! Is this Nick Cage Ghost Rider or is it a? Oh, I love Squirrel Girl, but it's gonna be Ghost Rider. Yeah, I'm it's gonna go be Spirit of Vengeance. Rider. I can. Can I just not vote on either one of those because they, they both suck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Oh man! All right, no. All right. and then uh, Captain Boomerang versus Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's just crazy enough. That is one crazy woman. Yeah, she. You think she would? She would get that mallet in there somehow. Yeah. So what especially we'll, if it's Margot Robbie. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll we'll take what we got here mm-hmm. and then we'll post it up on the website. I'll I'll do that and then we'll we need the feedback, guys. Yeah. And then we'll we'll kind of go here in the next couple of days and and do some matchups and see how we go from there because that's a lot of people. I you know sixty four people is a lot of people. It is. Who the hell? Did you miss somebody? No, I just I scratched something out. I don't know where I found it. Oh. Did you want to start over again? <laughs> I hate when I scratch something out. Oh, okay, this one. So, I knew I forgot to put that one on there. Howard the Duck versus The Thing. Shit. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Quack Foo versus Clobberin' Time. Yeah, it's going to be Howard the Duck. I mean, I love The Thing, but we have, we have one particularly... Uh, uh, Strong, like love Howard the Duck fan, and we we got to give him uh we got to give him some love there. I'm gonna say the thing because I mean, okay. I'm going Howard the Duck. We're going Howard the Duck. You guys both said Howard the Duck. Yep. All right. And I, didn't, what the hell? It. Damn it! I rushed through this. This is why this is all kind of messed up. Hold on, there's somebody I'm missing here. It's pretty tough finding 64 terrible superheroes. <laughs> They're not all terrible. I'm joking. It's it's like we're just going to do like 64 Howard the Ducks. <laughs> I'll take Howard the Duck number 32. <laughs> uh, he will totally kill Howard the Duck 64. Oh, oh okay. Here we go. So we got uh, Azrael um, versus Zatanna. Oh, Azrael Zatanna. was the yeah that he was the villain Batman that was crazy. Zatanna is fantastic. All right, I'm gonna go with Zatanna too. Sure, she's she's go. got she's got some crazy magic skills. Like I yep. saw her, I saw her take a whole gallon of milk, pour it into a hat, and then just like turn the hat over. Where'd the milk go? Magic. There you go. Ended up in my driver's license. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? Pardon. All right, all right. So we're gonna post this. Um, that was uh, that was that was fun. Uh, that was a lot of people, a lot of dudes. Um, but we're gonna, we'll post that on the website, and then we'll we'll not form, Zatanna. Uh, not well. You're right. You're right. And and a duck. We also have a duck in there too. Um, it takes all kinds. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, please hit us up on our social media. Um, thank you, Jonathan, for joining us. I know yeah, this was a little thank you for having a me. little longer affair than than we were planning, but we we appreciate it as always. Hey, um, no no big deal, guys. All right. So um, until next week, uh, like we we should be having an interview next week. Um, yeah. We'll get more details as we finalize that. Right. We're, um, uh, we'll have somebody on. We're gonna do. Um, we're gonna. Batman vs Superman's talk, and um, we have a local artist coming on. So, 
Yeah, so we'll do that, and then we'll have more um, more March Madness goodness. So uh, anyway, uh, until next week, uh, have fun, uh, be safe, and um, I don't know. We always say we're going to get you, but we need to come up with a better line than that. Play me out, Paul. Play you out. Oh, it, like Paul ways, I can't hit buttons right, so I'm playing you out. <laughs>